0: Lord God Almighty and wonderful Father, we're so thankful to you, Lord, for this time that we have. We're thankful, Lord, for this group that we have. We are the sheep of your pasture. We are your church, Lord, under the headship and leadership of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And we pray that you would open your precious and marvelous and wonderful word to us today. Speak to us. From your word, Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. The title of this morning's uh, devotion is Watch and Pray. And the text is found in Mark chapter 13, verses 32 through 37. And the word of God reads, But of that day and that hour knoweth no man, no, not the angels which are in heaven, Neither the Son, but the Father. Take heed, take ye heed, watch and pray, for you know not when the time is. For the Son of Man is as a man taking a far journey, who left his house and gave authority to his servants and to every man his work and commanded the porter to watch. Watch ye therefore. For ye know not when the master of the house cometh at even, or at midnight, or at the cock crowing, or in the morning, lest coming suddenly he find you sleeping. And what I say unto you, I say unto all, watch. Through the years, even though our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ said no man knows the day or the hour no not the sun not the not the angels in heaven but only the father and yet I have several pages here of names and dates when individuals have tried to pin down when the millennial kingdom starts from the books of Daniel and Revelation they've tried to pin down when the Lord Jesus Christ will come again and they had followers. They had people that believed them. And this started, believe it or not, in 500 AD. In 500 AD, Hippolytus of Rome, uh, Sextus Julius, Africanus, and Iranius, all three uh, predicted that in 500 AD, Lord Jesus would return to the earth. And then uh sixteen ninety four. I mean the, the dates just keep on going. Uh some notable ones are the uh Seventh day Adventists. They were sure that uh in uh October eighteen forty four They were sure that the Lord Jesus would return, and they all waited on a mountaintop, and he he didn't. So they revised that date, and then they tried again in October 1964. And they were sure that the Lord Jesus would come back then. Harold Camping had a large crowd in Times Square in New York City. 6 September 1994, because he had a radio station called Family Radio, and he was sure that the Lord Jesus would return on that date at that time. And so he had a large crowd in Times Square waiting for the return of the Lord Jesus Christ, and it didn't happen. So he revised his calculations, and then again in 21 May 2011 and 21 October 2011, he again Pro- predicted that Jesus Christ would return. Mao Zedong, Uh he believed that he knew the date that Jesus would return. And it keeps on going all the way, believe it or not, to the year 20, let's see, yeah, it keeps on going to the year 2057 so we got predictions of the lord jesus christ coming back all the way from 500 a.d to the year 2067 um uh, why can't people just believe the bible i don't understand i don't know why they can't just believe the bible Um uh, surely they want to exalt themselves or make themselves uh Exalted in the in the eyes of the people. But no one knows the date. No one knows the hour. No one knows the time. Except for the Father. And uh, he's not telling. So the Lord Jesus will be returning to the earth. You've seen me wear this hat several times. It says normal isn't coming back. Jesus is. That's my uh, hat of witness that I wear everywhere I go. Normal isn't coming back. Jesus is. So we don't know when, but that's really not important. I don't think it's important to know the time or the date when Jesus is is returning, because that's not what he wants us to do. What he wants us to do is to do the work. What he wants us to do is to be the church. What he wants us to do is to love one another and love this world. What he wants us to do is to witness for him. What he wants us to do is to, to, to make disciples of all nations. What he wants us to do is to be the church. What is the church? That's a question. What is the purpose of the church? And I have a, a list here of five things that are the purpose of the church. One is called One is outreach. The purpose of the church is to evangelize. The purpose of the church is to seek and to save the lost. The purpose of the church, the second thing, is to worship. We are to exalt and magnify the Lord God, the Lord Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit. We are to hold fast to the doctrine. We are to hold fast to our faith. We are to worship, and this means when we're together, as well as when we're apart, we're to be worshiping the Lord all the time. We're to be watching and praying. And then another uh, third thing, the purpose of the church is fellowship. We're to encourage one another, and uh, that's what we try to do on Discord. We try to encourage one another Beyond the Zoom prayer meeting, uh, when we're on Discord, uh, people tell us the problems that they have. And and uh, I know as a moderator of Discord, I try to encourage people. I try to lift them up using the scripture and faith in the Lord. So we are to encourage one another. And then the purpose of the church is discipleship. We are to make disciples of all nations. That's the great commission that the Lord Jesus Christ gave us. And then the last purpose of the church, the fifth, is service. We are to serve the Lord in where he's placed us in our communities. We're to serve the Lord uh, in service to each other. Uh, The Bible says that when one cry, we all cry. When one's exalted, we are all exalted. So there are the five purposes of the church. In, In the passage of scripture, for the son of man is as a man taking a far journey who left his house. His house is the church. The house of the Lord Jesus Christ is the church. And we are the servants of the church. And gave authority to his servants. He has given us authority. In the power of the Holy Spirit. Who lives and dwells within each one of us. What does the Holy Spirit give us? The Holy Spirit gives us first of all. Fruits. Love. Joy. Peace. Long-suffering. Gentleness. Goodness. Faith. Meekness. And temperance. You can find these listed in Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 and 23. Um, the newer versions take the word faith and they, they use the word faithfulness. Well, that's the newer versions. But uh, the King James has the word faith there. Just be aware of that difference. Um, and we wonder a lot of times, why? Why don't we have why don't we have fruit in our lives? Why, why aren't we producing fruit for the, for the Lord? Why aren't we glorifying the Lord by our fruit? And the, the answer I have found to that is that all throughout the Bible, our spiritual life has been related to agriculture. You plant a seed, and it takes time for the seed to grow. And many times in our lives, we get close to the Lord, we get spiritual, and the seed is planted, and the stem starts coming up, but uh, then sin enters into our lives, and it's like the weed whacker, and it just, it just cuts off the plant as it's growing in our souls. And that's why we're not producing fruit. Because seed, uh, sin, is cutting off the plant. Um, But it takes time to grow a plant. And it takes time for us to produce these fruits of the spirit. But we're to be filled with the fruits of the spirit. And the Lord's also given us the gifts. Um, He's given us the gifts in the church. So that the church can, uh, can function. In this world, he's given us the gifts, he's given us apostles, he's given us prophets, he's given us teachers, he's given us miracles, he's given us uh tongues. There's a whole list of, of things that the Lord has given to us wisdom, knowledge, faith, healing, miracles, prophecy, discerning spirits, tongues, and helps. Uh, as he's continuing on, he says, um. Uh, he gives, he gives his servants authority and to every man his work. And uh, our work is to do the work of the Lord. Our work. See, we're supposed to be little Christ. That's what Christian means. We're supposed to be little Jesuses. We're supposed to continue and carry on the work of the Lord Jesus Christ in this earth. Uh. In the in the first verse of Acts, it says the things that that the, that Jesus began to do. In other words, the work is continuing and is continuing through us. So we are the continuation of the work which Jesus started while he was on the earth. Some of the other things that I had here this morning, but uh let me just finish up by saying that we are the church we are the little christs we are the little jesuses we are carrying on the work of the lord jesus christ we are his servants and we are to watch and we are to pray uh he says there The porter is to watch. Now, the porter is one who carried a burden. The porter is one who carries your luggage at the airport. The porter is one who uh, takes your luggage up to a room in a hotel. And he's one that carries a burden. And each one of us is to be a porter in the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. Each one of us is to carry a burden for this lost and dying world in which we live. We've got the message of the gospel. Hey, people, we've got the truth. We've got the light, we've got the salt, we've got the aroma of Christ and we need to spread it throughout the world.